Come on, let's um, get into it. Claudia proved in her testimony that Jesus Christ can change people's lives. And people, that's why we're here today. We absolutely believe that Jesus Christ did raise, rise from the grave. Let me summarize the gospel to you from 2 Corinthians 5.15. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who dies for them and was raised again. You know, Paul was absolutely moved. Andrew touched on this on Good Friday. Paul was compelled forward in his life by the love of Jesus Christ. Paul became one of the greatest missionaries of all time because he realized and he had experienced himself that Christ loved him so much that he died and Paul witnessed for himself with his own eyes that Christ had raised from the dead. Now, Paul could not keep that to himself. He had to share that with the world, and that he did. Since today is Resurrection Sunday, I want us to celebrate and realize that we, as followers of Jesus, if you have accepted Jesus Christ by faith, you have that same resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead living in you. Now, that is worth celebrating. If you read through the stories in the beginning of Acts, you will see the two disciples that were the leaders of the early church, Paul and Peter. These men, were lives were changed radically through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You only got to look at where the disciples were in between the time before the resurrection. So after Christ died, they were hidden in a room. All of a sudden, Christ appears. These guys found it hard to believe that it was him. But they realized he was alive. And that changed the early disciples incredibly. They had a passion. When you see something and when you believe in something, you will give your life for it, won't you? These guys gave their lives for this cause. And that's some of the reasons why you and I are here today. Wherever they went proclaiming the message of Jesus Christ, yes, they mentioned the cross, but they also mentioned the resurrection. Everywhere they went, they could not stop speaking about the resurrected Jesus Christ. Why? Because that changes everything. And you know what changes every circumstances in life today that you and I will go through? The first words that Jesus, I read this this morning in John chapter 20, where the, Jesus comes to the disciples for the first time. And you know what the first words he says to them? Peace be with you. See, Jesus realized this, that you and I would struggle with fear, that we would struggle in this world with anxiety. It's massive. But the resurrected Jesus came to those first disciples that first Easter and he comes to us this Easter and he says, peace be with you. Why? Because he is the resurrected Jesus. And when we believe him, we have a peace, 
a power within us that we don't even realize until life gets really hard that actually it is a power to overcome any circumstance in life. It's the resurrection power. You know, if we want to penetrate our community and be a positive influence, it doesn't finish at the cross. If it finished at the cross, Paul said, you are the most pity of all people. You have no hope and you have no message. People, today is what sets Christianity apart from any other religion on this planet. That is why we are here to celebrate. You know, I love what Mark in the Gospels, it says in Mark's Gospel, um, chapter 16, verses 1 going on to verse 2. And this is mentioned in all the other Gospels. If you, if you want to read the narrative yourself, it actually says on the first Sunday that the women went to the tomb. Here they were, the women, going to the tomb. The sun is starting to break and they go to the tomb. And all the accounts of the gospel say these seven words. The most important words in history. On the first day of the week. On the first day of the week they are going into the tomb. Is that just a matter of time? No. If we know our scriptures, where else do we see the first day of the week? It's a read back to creation, to Genesis chapter 1. So people, we got something really unique happening at the resurrection. What happened on the first day of the week in Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 and 2? The sun started to break through the, through the darkness. The darkness started to disappear. For the first time on this planet, light was coming into this world. And here we have the women going to the tomb and it says on the first day of the week. The sun breaks, the light appears. Darkness has been whipped. It's the first day of the week and that's what we celebrate here today. This is the day of the new order, the new creation. Paul states later in 2 Corinthians 5.17, he says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. People were in the person of Jesus Christ. It was recreation all over again. The old had gone. And when Christ rose from the dead, he ushered in the new creation. That means you can let go of your past. You know what holds so many people back in life is their past. Their past hurts. Their past habits. Many people are stuck in the the bondage of the past. The resurrection of Jesus means this. On the cross, your past was dealt with. It was dealt with. It was finished. When Christ rose from the dead on the first day of the week, that was the start of the whole new creation. 
We heard Claudia talking about her past. She is now a new creation in Christ. She has a confidence. She has this in power of the resurrected Jesus living in her right now. And we can all have that today. If you have never received Jesus Christ in faith, today you can actually receive him and walk out of here a new person, a new creation. That is the power of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The old is gone. We don't have to stay in bondage anymore to our past. Actually, the power that Jesus gives us through the resurrection allows us and he changes us through his power. I don't think there's a greater message than that on this planet. Jesus came and he set up a church, a people, a new people, a way of doing things that changes the world and transforms societies. He came to set up a new order, a new structure, so that the world would never, never be the same again. Simply read Matthew 5 when you go home. It's known as the Beatitudes. And Jesus talks about the new way to live as a new creation. Now that can only happen through the power of the resurrection. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will inherit the kingdom of God. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the kingdom of God. People, Jesus came and he turned the world upside down. He flipped it on its head. He created a whole new way of living. And that can only happen through the resurrection power within us. Jesus ushered in the kingdom of God. He defeated the powers of this world. So people from Friday through to Sunday, Jesus was defeating the powers of this world. It says this in Colossians 2.15. It says, Having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So when Jesus died, the powers lost their power. Yes, they can still rage and shout. But the power of Jesus is stronger. In John's Gospel, verse, chapter 16, verse 33, it says this. These things I have spoken to you so that in me, in Christ Jesus, you may have peace in this world. You have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. To me, they're the greatest words in history. The God I worship overcame the world. And because I'm a follower of Jesus in faith, I receive him, I can be an overcomer of every tribulation and things that come my way. Now that gives me incredible hope. You know, throughout history, ordinary people who follow Jesus like you and me haven't done have done incredible things in the power of the resurrection. You know, I've had the privilege to come along beside people. It was first when I see them, they lack confidence. Or they actually don't realise that the hand of God is written all over their lives. 
And somehow God's been able to give me eyes to see what they could become in the hands of an almighty God. You know, I have seen high school dropouts plant churches in countries. I have seen people with no confidence written off by the world. You will never be someone. The word spoken over their lives. Leave their countries and go spread the gospel in other countries. I have seen people making a difference in the ordinary day-to-day in their workplaces. I believe out of this church right now, there are leaders that will transform Australia. This church is giving birth to something through the resurrection power that we will see leaders change this nation in the next few years. The resurrection power is right at work right now. See, the first day of the week, people transformed countries and societies. To be first day of the week, people, is to be a people living in such a way that we are enhancing and enriching other people's lives. Church, this church, through a game of futsal, a round ball that you kick the heck out of, is in the process of changing a generation of young leaders in the Solomon Islands. People, that's the power of the resurrection. Really, it is. It's a, yes, God has raised up an incredible leader to see that happen, or leaders. But the power of the resurrection is changing a small Pacific island not too far from here. Through a simple game of just kicking a ball around the court, the gospel gets shared. These kids are off the street or off just wandering around at night and they are given hope for the first time in their life. This church is enhancing and enriching people's lives. This morning we got the Wunan house children, uh, kids, they're not children, they're teenagers, teenagers here. Again, this church is living out the resurrection, seeing young people's lives enhanced and enriched by the power of Jesus. Through this centre, its ministries, the things we do, the programs, if you like, are giving people hope through the men's shed, through playtime, through, through youth on a Friday night. We saw that through Claudia, through Lockie's work at Gorston High. You are living the resurrection. We are seeing the resurrected power at work right in our midst. I have seen people face incredible adversity in this church. And somehow the resurrected power of Jesus has been able to carry them to the other side of the adversity. All I can say is it's the power of God. I know from my own personal experience, I have experienced the power of God through adversity. N.T. Wright says these incredible words. If we can just have these words up. N.T. Wright says, With the resurrection of Jesus, God's new world has begun. In other words, his being raised from the dead is the start. The paradigm case, the foundation, the beginning 
of all that setting right with God will do for the whole cosmos at the end. The risen body of Jesus is the one bit of physical universe that has already been set right. Jesus is therefore the one through whom everything else will be set right. People, it's through Jesus that this world will be changed. No other way. We saw that the early disciples got this. They got this. Paul, for instance, the Apostle Paul, in Galatians says this. He actually turned the world upside down through the power of Jesus. He actually understood that Jesus' kingdom was different in the world that he lived in. Paul was living the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. He said, there is no Greek, no Jew, no male, no female, no slave, no free man. The three forms of discrimination were race, gender and economics. And do you think that has changed in our world today? Absolutely not. But here is Paul, a disciple of Jesus, living in the resurrected power of Jesus Christ. And he goes about and he preaches that message. And it absolutely changes the world in which he lived. There was no discrimination. We're all freeing Jesus Christ. We've, those people who have been baptized, gone into death with the resurrection of Jesus, they are the ones who are going to live that out. See, a sign that we are resurrected people is that we live differently. We do not live like the world lives. We do not discriminate against anyone. We become peacemakers. We become meek, humble. That's what the power of the resurrection does to people when you understand the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, in the Gospels, if you were going to make up a story about the resurrection, you would not use the women going to the, to the tomb. I'm sorry, ladies, but women were not held highly in the culture back then. But yet, miraculously, supernaturally, God uses women to go to the tomb because the men were too scared. They were hiding in a room. Now, if you were going to, make, if you were going to sell this story to the world, would you use women? No, you wouldn't. You would use the men. But Jesus changes the way our world operates. There is equality. Women are just as important as men. And actually Jesus says, I'll accept children. Let little people come to me like children. See, the things that are the least in this life, Jesus grabs hold of. And through the power of the resurrection, those people become change agents for the kingdom of God. You know, sometimes we sit in church and think that Jesus died and resurrected our sins and we're forgiven and that's it. Let me tell you, that is not the gospel. It's part of it, but it's not the whole gospel. We are here to create the new creation. Now, don't tell me the Christian life is boring. 
that gives you incredible purpose. This is revolutionary. Finally, I want to just touch on your workplaces. Sorry, Siri. <laughs> but um, your workplaces. How does the resurrection affect your workplaces? I want to get really practical today because it actually does. See, the resurrection of Jesus. N.T. Wright spoke about him being raised to life. He wasn't just a disembodied body. The disciples could actually see Jesus when he rose. There's so many accounts in the Gospels where Jesus appears to people that actually see him. The disciples actually touch him. So he wasn't a spirit. Yes, there's some weird things that do happen in amongst that. But he was physical. They could actually see him. Because Jesus was the first to raise from the dead. The resurrection affirms the goodness of the material world. Now, I'm not getting all materialistic. But people, we've got to remember creation was good. It was very good. And God wants to recreate it again through us. After the resurrection, like I said, Jesus was not a disembodied being. He was actually physical. We actually get a glimpse of Jesus eating. The world is the good creation. The material world is not an afterthought or a prelude to heaven, people. But it's an expression of God's glory. And the basis upon which creatures may praise him. You know, while we must remember the world is always contingent upon God. And that the present world order is subject to considerable pain and shaking. It is equally important to remember that the world as God's creation stands is meaningful in his presence. And is designed for his praise. Human beings are not only products of God's good creation. We are co-workers with him in a new creation. Just like Adam was meant to be. See in Hebrews 2, 6 and 8 it says this. What are human beings that you are mindful of them? Or mortals that you care for them? You made them a little lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honour. Subjecting all things under their feet. People, therefore, our work is meant to resemble God's work. It has incredible value. So when we make computers, aeroplanes, shirts, sell shoes, underwrite loans, sell coffee, raise children, or any, any kind of creative work, we got to remember that we are working alongside God in recreating this world. People, we are resurrected people. We have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living in us. And he has chosen you and I to bring in the new creation in this world. 
You know, as I close today, where do you need to see the resurrection power in your life right now? I cannot close without giving you an opportunity to experience the resurrected power. It's real. It's true. It will enable you to get through this life. It will equip you. It will strengthen you. You'll be able to do things that you never thought possible through the resurrection power. See, you can walk out of here this Easter. Maybe you knew about God, but you never had a relationship with him. But this Easter, you can walk out of here this Sunday as a new creation. That's what God does. He dealt with your past. You've just got to receive him in faith. And say, I'm sorry, Jesus, for the mistakes that I've made in my life. Will you come and fill my life? And guess what? He will do it this Easter. Maybe you need to see the resurrection power in your marriage. Maybe you are facing an illness in your life that, that you've got no hope left. See, the resurrection power can give you hope. Maybe God is calling you to do something and you're fearful just like those first disciples were, hidden in the upper room. You know God is calling you to step out of the boat, but fear is taking over your life. People, the resurrection power can overcome fear. Maybe life is just too hard at the moment. It's getting on top of you. The resurrection power can give you a peace like it gave those first disciples. A peace that absolutely is supernatural, that passes all understanding and will help you through to the other side. So during this last song, if I can ask the guys to come back up, I'm just going to pray. But people, the resurrection power is real. It actually changes the world and it can change you. So as I close, I'm just going to pray. We're going to sing a last song. And during that last song, just at the back, I'm going to get some of the prayer team and some of the pastors to go at the back. During the song, you're welcome to just slip down the back and we'll pray with you. People, I actually believe this stuff is real. It can change your life if you let it. It can give you power to face the unbearable. God's resurrection power is here at Gerald this morning. Will you receive it? Will you receive his power? Church, we, um, many years ago, this church stepped out in the resurrection power to build this place. I totally believe that we need to keep walking in the resurrection power. As a church, maybe this Easter, we need to recommit to the power of Jesus. Because that is what will see this church through in the years to come, nothing else.
It's relying upon him and not ourselves. Let's pray. Father God, you are here this morning. God, I praise you that you were the first fruits, that you rose from the dead. And Lord, as believers, we can take confidence that our God that we worship is not dead, that he is alive. And Lord, throughout history, you have drawn men to yourself. Your resurrected power has been a work in our world. Father God, I pray that we'll have the courage this morning, no matter what we are going through, to actually receive the resurrection power afresh this Easter. Lord, I pray for people whose hearts are heavy here this morning, that are weighed down with the, the burden of life. Lord, I know you're reaching out your hand and your power to them this morning. God, we can walk out of here this morning with a peace that passes all understanding if we have the faith to receive it. God, I pray that this Easter we will receive it by faith, that we will embrace all of what Jesus did. God, as we continue as believers here this morning, Lord, in stewarding the new creation, Give us a fresh vision, Lord, for what that can become in the name of Jesus. God, we are overcomers because you were. Lord, if we've lost sight of the power of Jesus Christ this morning, Lord, we want to recommit our lives to you and say, Jesus, our life is back in your hands. Fill us with your power. Thank you for Jesus. Amen.